I'm gonna make him an offer to gamble. Frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. Oh, what a day! What a lovely day! I've been around the station a few times. With the first pick in the draft. Hello and welcome to the first episode of the Film Draft Podcast. I'm your host, Jacob Cunningham. With me is my co-host, Jaron Heron. How are you doing today, Jaron? Mate, I am absolutely ecstatic. Really keen to get into this. It's something we've wanted to do for a long, long time. I think it's a great concept and we have some great guests on today as well. And we've put zero planning into this, but basically the concept of this pod is we will pick a movie-related topic, we will get some of our friends together, we'll have a revolving door of guests each week, and we'll each get five picks, and we'll do it a sports-themed draft, uh, picking movies from uh, that movie-related category, and then we will debate, and you, the listeners, can vote on who picked the best team. And, you know, the, what make, what makes a team the best team? I don't know. It's totally up to you. Um, there, there's no set criteria here. Um, we've all got different tastes, and that's the beauty of being a film lover. But our guests today are two very good friends of ours. First off, hailing from the mysterious world of Queensland, Australia, it is Jack Whitney Clark. How you doing, Jack? What's well, good, baby? Let's go. Draft going five for five today. Nah. In serious, though, thanks for inviting me on. I hope everyone's drafts go well but I'm definitely going to come through with number one, baby. Jack's the one who sort of really came up with this idea out of our little friend group. So thanks for that, Jack. It's something we've been wanting to do for a while. And uh, me and Jaron have just exploited his idea to turn it into content. And uh, our other guest today is uh, one of my best friends in the whole wide world. He's an encyclopedia of, of film. You can always expect some left field picks from him. And he's a great filmmaker in his own right. It is Blake Battersby. How you doing, Blake? Hey guys, doing? I um, yeah, I'm not sure how I'm going to go with this because uh, as as Jacob said, I have a bit of a obscure taste, and and it it really is divisive amongst our friendship. All right, should we should we get into it? Let's get into it. Let's yes, go. sir. What's today's theme, Jaron? So today's theme is movies from the 2000s. How we're doing the draft is uh, something called a snake draft. So uh, we've done a completely random draw of our names, uh, an online draw, Jacob video to send it to us. So we've all got our spots from one to four. And then how the snake works is that whoever gets the last pick then starts with the first pick. So Jaron, Jack, Blake, Jacob, Jacob, Blake, Jack, Jaron. Uh, we're gonna go back and forth in the snake. And then uh, after 20 picks, we're all gonna have our five and then we're gonna have some fun debating and you get to choose who wins. So the order for today, Jaron's landed the first pick, then Jack, then Blake, and I've pulled the last pick. So you know there was no uh, host collusion here. So Jaron, you've got the number one pick. Movies from the 2000s is an era we all grew up with. What do you got? All right, I'm really excited uh, for the number one pick because I'm going to draft something that I think is, uh, I want to go with something stylish, something sleek, something surgical, something that I would encapsulate as a perfect film, one of my all-time favourites. So with first draft, I'm, I'm taking Zodiac. Ooh. Look, Finch is his favourite director, so uh, I'm not going to argue with that pick. Very nice pick, very nice pick. I knew it was going to be something Fincher. I knew it was going to be Fincher. But it you didn't take more of it. There's one I had on the list to be like, this is one that someone's going to take, and it will be Jan at some point. <laughs> so it's a matter of time. I Very knew if I didn't take that it first round, there's a good chance it was going to go as well. <laughs> and Jaron and I were doing some uh, other playful drafts the other day, and I took Zodiac from him in one of those. So I think he, this is a, a bit of a revenge plot as well. I've been bitter, yes. 
All right. Uh, next up is Jack with the second pick. Uh, did, did you were worried that Jaron was going to take your pick? Did he? Um, no, he didn't take my pick, but it was on my mind that he might have, but he has stayed well clear. So with uh, the number two pick in the 2000s draft, I'm going with probably a top three classic from this decade and pro- and one, and it's from one of the best directors of all time. I'm going with 2006 classic, The Departed. Damn, just let me cross that off my goddamn draft board. That yeah, is a wonderful there, pick. I had that as well. That was high on the board. That's a good draft um, mm. and, and respect the number two. Yeah, I cannot argue with that one. Tie up on mine as well. One of Scorsese's best boys had to go. Had to go yeah, top four. It's actually my favorite Scorsese movie, which may be like sacrilege Ooh. to some people, but it's a film that I grew up with, and it's probably one of the movies that made me the film lover I am today. So yes, very Look, nice it's, pick. It's technically justified because again, it's his. It's his best director Oscar. It's his best picture Oscar. So all right, Blake, who you got in the three spot? Um, for this pick, I am appealing to the letterbox crowd and that like the like uh, sort of film bro crowd. I'm going to go with uh, In the Mood for Love. Oh, all right. Immensely popular film in that in those type of circles. So interesting and, pick. And we're going to be holding votes on Instagram, and I think you're going to find a lot of fans of that film in, in the the Instagram community. That was without a doubt my number one pick for that reason. <laughs> also it's an excellent film as well it um, is uh, uh have you boys seen it jack and jaron yeah i've um, seen it it's gonna be i'll tell you what it's gonna be stoked for uh getting pick number three in our draft i'll tell you what yeah it's my favorite no i mean it's it's i'm not a huge one car guy but it is my favorite film of his and it is a very like definitive film of that decade one car why not good yeah <laughs> all right uh i am up and uh Look, I'm going more left field than Jack and Jaron, but not as left field as Blake. And this is just a real personal pick to me. And it's a film that no one else is going to take as high, but it's a film that I'm not going to not honor with the first pick. It's my favorite film of all time, Hot Fuzz. Edgar Wright is a filmmaker that raised me as a film lover. I loved his films before I even knew I was interested in film. And Hot Fuzz is a movie I've seen a hundred times. It is my favorite movie ever. And, uh, it's, I've, I discover new things every time I watch it. And, uh, yeah, it's my team captain all day. Very nice. Yeah. Respect that pick. That's, that's something that built our friendship as well. Watching those three Cornetto movies over and over and over and over. Um, Jacob and I once booked tickets to see the world's end at its premiere directly center middle. And, um, some, some old fart was sitting in our seat and we made him move. That's, um, like literally one seat over. That's a good pick. Yeah. Respect, respect. If we had a bigger board, we'd probably see some more Edgar Wright films popping up in these drafts, but, uh, hot fuzz may end up being the only one we'll see, but, uh, I've got another pick. Not sure if that's going to be. Not sure if that's going to be the most popular uh, Edgar Wright film from the aughts to uh, to take, but it's definitely... It's definitely a lot of people regard it as his best it. work, though. I don't know. I see Shaun of the Dead thrown around um, quite a bit as well. All right. Now, I, I've got pick number five as well, thanks to that snake order, the, the slight benefit of going last. So I'll go with a, a more conventional pick for this one, you know, someone who everybody scouted. I'm sure everyone's going to have high on their draft board. I'm taking Inglorious Bastards. Uh, there are a lot of Tarantino movies right. from that decade that you could poke a stick at, but uh, as he says at the end, it might just be his masterpiece and it throws it folds so many genres into one. It is revisionist history at its absolute best. And I think it's his masterpiece. 
that's my number two pick. Respect, respect. That was very high. I was probably going to take that if it fell to me. So a bit bummed about that one, but we move on. Blakey, you are. Yeah, I'd agree. Uh, that's, I'm back to me again. Damn. Um, Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, Jaron. Did you uh, want to throw? No, I'll go fuck myself, please. Let's no, no, no. <laughs> no, I spoke right delay. <laughs> let's move on to Blake. I was just going to say good film. I was just going to waffle on. So let's just let's just move to Blake probably for the best for everyone. All right. So my other pick um, is uh, a film that I, I really adore. Um, I'm going to go with American Psycho. Oh, um, yeah. Another one. I, I'm not going to pick films all from the year 2000, but it just it's t- panned out that way so far, unfortunately. But can't go wrong with it. No, you can't. American Psycho is uh, it's a, a genuine classic for good reason. Obviously, something that didn't have wasn't held in the highest regard when it came out, but man, it's got such a following now. Hey? Even even normies are starting to admire it. I'm a big fan of that film. And it's a great film about how cool it is to make money and objectify women. You know, that's the entire takeaway that you should be learning from the movie. And Patrick Bateman is an idol that we can all look up to. When he stabbed a homeless man simply for being homeless, I stood up and I applauded. Ryan Gosling, that's my literally me film character. <laughs> All right, I believe it is Jack up with the number seven pick. Now, I'm, I'm, it's your draft. You, you, you chose it. I'm excited to see what you've got for us next. All right, boys. I don't know how this has fallen this far, but it's definitely top five movie of this decade. I'm going with 2008's The Dark Knight. Oh, so Blake is our resident uh, Batman fan. Blake, I really thought you were going to be taking that number two. What happened there? Um, I'm not sure. I thought it was one I was like, I thought it was going to get taken early, uh, way earlier than it did, and then um, I already had my two picks set out, and then I just I don't know. I just lost track of. Uh, still on the so you counted on someone else taking it, so you wouldn't be able to. Get, yeah, right. You can't be living the Dark Knight uh, that low, mate. You're not getting that movie cheap. I tell you that. Absolutely not. I'm not a Batman obsessive, so I was never going to pick it. But it's a it's an important one to have in your team, I think. It is. I think it's a it's a it's a powerhouse when it comes to democracy. That's for sure. All right. Up next, we have Jaron. You've got two picks in a row. Lay it on us. I do have two picks in a row. I'm very excited for that. So I've picked Zodiac, uh, which is uh, 2007. Something surgical. Something mean. And now I want to go to something vicious, something twisted, powerful. I want to add a little bit of foreign into my list. So uh, with my draft, which will be pick number eight, in my second slot, I'm going to draft uh, 2003's Old Boy by Park Chan-wook. Very nice. Very nice. I like that pick. That was on my, that I was actually going to take that after your two picks, Jaron. He stayed yeah, me off. Sorry about that, champion. No, you, you can't let it go that cheap, mate. I was all over that bad boy. I know, I know. I thought my ball was pretentious, but you guys are wheeling out the foreign films. I don't actually have as many as you guys. I feel bad, but that is a fantastic pick and a film that has like the, it gets better every time you watch it. I think it does. It's, it's ferocious. It's compelling. Um, Great character work as well as the, obviously the cinematography, which is um, decade defining, to be honest, you you can, you can see every movie kind of try and repeat what old boys done since then, including the old boy remake. But uh, none, none, none uh, very far and few between have come close. All right. So I'm going again, aren't I? Uh, thanks to the snake order. Yes, you are. Nine. 
All right, so I'm the first person to draft my number three slot. And with my number three slot, I'm going foreign again. Uh, this is a film I have very, very, very near and dear to me. It's very important to me. It's so important to me, in fact, I have it tattooed on my arm. I'm taking Pan's Labyrinth at uh, pick number three. Fuck! Yeah, boy. Honestly, your descriptors before when you said Twisted, uh, Fantastic and Foreign, I thought you were going to pick that for old boy in your number two <laughs> slot. Mate, uh, they're, they're, they're interchangeable. Two great films, two, two, two films that I think can appeal to mass audience um, regardless of them being in a foreign language, and that's, that's the power of the stories, it's the power of the storytelling, the characters, and again, Pan's Labyrinth is something I've, I've modelled a lot on, even my own filmmaking on. I'm a huge, huge fan of that film, and I'm very, very glad it, uh, it dropped down to me with the number nine pick because I, I was sure it was going to be taken earlier. So thank you, boys. Thank you, boys. All right. Um, yeah, I'm very upset that you took that. Um, that was going to be my foreign film pick. It's a goddamn masterpiece, and uh, I'm happy for you. I'm totally not, like very upset that that was maybe going to be my next pick <laughs> oh unlucky champion you should have taken it earlier no i'm happy i'm happy with ib in that spot uh jack yeah. you are up next my friend with the 10th pick all right well there's a lot of bangers that have fallen this far i'm just having a peruse through my list i know blake's not a fan of this film but i'm going to go with no country for old men oh, yeah. blake is what wrong. a motion picture very, very good picture, I reckon. Cinema at its finest. Um, it wasn't going to be the pick I went with, but I'm just surprised it's fallen this far, and it's just, it'd be too dumb not to take it, I reckon. One of Cohen, one of the Cohen bros best, to be honest. Absolutely. Spoilers for the film, but if we had a, if we had to draft a list where the lead character dies off screen, that would be one that goes pick one for me, I reckon. 100%. <laughs> sure. I drafted, Jaron and I did a little serial killers draft list and that made my my team. It's a, an unconventional one. It fits into a lot of genres and uh, it. some could argue it's the Coen Brothers masterpiece. You can't argue with the best picture statuette. Exactly. I'm abstaining from comment because I want to stay popular. No, I mean, no, <laughs> this, this is what the show's for. I know you're not a huge fan of this film, but uh, I, I guess you you got to at least acknowledge you get why it's as respected as no, it is. No, it looks, it looks nice. Um, Javier Bardem's great. <laughs> I like the Coen brothers. Go for a real jab, Blake, so we can kick the shit out of you. Go for a jab. It's so fucking boring. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, Mr. Nah, I don't know. I can't, I can't argue with your picks yet, <laughs> yet. Yes, yeah, we'll have to see what else. But it, but here we come with Blake let's again. Argue. Let's if you, let, let's see if you can back it up, Blake. Show <laughs> us what your number eleven is. All right. Um. So I'm going to go for something a little bit lighthearted because my first pick was is depressing and sad, and then my second pick is well, it's a bit like more lighthearted, but it's still quite grim. Um. So I'm going to go with. Um, possibly the best comedy of all time, uh, Step Brothers. Motherfucker, that was on my list. Fuck. Oh, that is fantastic. I know it's a movie yeah. that that ties us three very, very deeply, and um, I was like, I have to take it before they do. You so. knew that we were going to be the shit out of you for your take, so you picked Step Brothers. That's correct, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> 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 
no, that, that's one that probably would have ended up on my draft list if it wasn't taken uh, pretty soon. So, yeah, I can respect that. What a fucking great film. There are some people out there who might, uh, you know, deride it, but uh, I think it's truly one of the great comedies and shaped the sense of humour of a generation. There's not many lists on a, a podcast where you'll find In the Mood for Love and Step Brothers on the, in, the, in the same thing. That is one <laughs> hell of a three. If we're, if we're voting on variety, Blake's, uh, Blake's a contender here. Yeah, unreal. All right. I believe it is yours truly's turn. I'm staring at a mountain of films and it's getting to the point where it's becoming really hard to pick. Uh, but, you know, for the sake of variety, let's go with another genre. Let's dip into what I think may be the best science fiction film of all time, and that's Children of Men. Ooh. Yes. Nice. That slid yeah. down pretty far. That slid down pretty far. That, I think that's yeah. a bit of a steal at that pick, and um, I watched it again last year for an essay I was writing, and it it has aged incredibly well. There's so much about that film that's so relevant today, but it also just fits as a time capsule of a future that we imagined 15 years ago. And uh, it's Alfonso Cuaron's masterpiece. I keep saying that I keep bringing up that a film the director's masterpiece, but two uh, thousands was a pretty good year for a lot of these um, auteur types, but yeah, children of men, uh, one of my favorite films of all time. Not only is it a great film, but it's a great essay that you wrote as well, by the way. So oh, thank you. Highly recommended. Check out my, I'll plug that at the end. <laughs> and uh, I have another pick, don't I? You do pick thirteen, yes, sir. man. I, jeez. All right, look, I'm going with one that's going to that I don't think anyone else here would pick, but it's probably my second favorite film of all time. <laughs> so I am going with the assassination of Jesse James by the coward Robert Ford. Three masterful westerns came out in 2007. Uh, no Country for Old Men and There Will Be Blood are the two that everyone talks about. This is the one that people don't talk about, but Brad Pitt claims it's his favorite film he's ever been in. I think it's the best film ever made about fame. It has maybe the most sorrowful, beautiful third act of any film I've ever seen. And I just want to shout out, if you haven't seen The Assassination of Jesse James, check it out. It's one that has aged really well and proof that at one point, Andrew Dominic was a good director. Now, I wouldn't say that uh, based on Blonde, but uh, at one point, that guy could make a film. So that's my four spot. Assassination of Jesse James. Some of the most some of the most iconic cinematography in uh, in, in the 2000s, absolutely. Casey Affleck as well, a very young performance, but you, it was he was above his years, wasn't he, when you watch that. That's a great performances all around. And he's as a, he's an actor who always I mean, looks like he's about to cry, and that's the movie where it maybe fits that best. He's a little <laughs> wee, he's a sniveling weasel in that, but it's also he's such a tragic character. All right, Blake, you're up next for your fourth pick and the 14th overall. All right, for um, my next pick, uh, because uh, Jack took my beloved cape shit from me, I'm going to pick another beloved cape shit, and I'm going to go with Spider-Man 2. Respect. Fuck, yeah. That's a good pick. That is a very good yeah. pick. I will say the yeah, best Spider-Man taking... film. So... 100%. Look, if I was taking, yeah, I'd agree it's the best Spider-Man film. And if I was taking um, a superhero film from the aughts and one that was high on my list, both uh, Spider-Man 2, I did have it on here and, and that is one I was looking at as well. Yeah, that that was uh, that's a good draft. Good for four as well. I didn't expect we'd walk out of here seeing a DC film on the board and a Marvel film on the board and the Marvel one being in Blake's list. Respect. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
No, Spider-Man 2 is a, a masterpiece, man. Sam Raimi knows how to use Peter Parker, you know what I mean? He knows how to use Spider-Man, he knows how to put him through the ringer, he knows how to create stakes. Um, and that's something that's missing from uh, some of the recent Spider-Man films, some of the older ones, some of the middling ones, but uh, his, his, his first three Spider-Man, those two in particular, great films. All right, so moving on, uh, we've got uh, pick 15 overall. Jack, do you want to draft your fourth slot? Yes, sir. Um, so I'm in a bit of a disarray here boys because it's like do I continue my draft mentality of pick different genres or do I just pick the best films that are left on the board that have fallen this far so that is the joy of the game it's it's very very um very hard at the moment but I think I've locked in a pick here I'm gonna go with a comedy film I reckon it's top two best comedies of all time it is super bad yeah, not 100%. Bad, not bad. That yep. was coming up on my board too. Great pick. That was one I added last minute. I was like, oh shit, you have to know about that. But it was it was between that and another film in a com in the comedy section. Don't want to give it away, but it's definitely it's it's up there for sure. It's one of my faves. Hundred percent. That is um that that's still one of that that crew's uh, best best films. I think um, really encapsulates the um. I guess the, the the high school mentality of a lot of kids that are still virgins and, and still trying to experiment before university or, or college, sorry, starts and are way out of their depth. Um, and the natural comedy that comes from that, as well as the you know the surrealist comedy, the um, the police chases and the McLovin, yeah, all of that stuff. It might actually be the best straight out comedy of the decade. Like not accounting for genre mixes and stuff. Uh, it's just it's just perfect. Step Brothers um, and a couple of others that are still on yeah. my list are very good as well. But yeah, Super Bear's fucking great. One I watched a lot as a youth as well. Jaron, you're up with two so picks. moving on to me. Here we go. So these are my last two picks. I'm drafting number four and I'm drafting number five. So so far I've got uh, I've drafted Zodiac, Old Boy, Pan's Labyrinth. So um, three hard R-rated um, kind of, kind of pseudo-dramas slash genre films and I'm going to try and uh, expand my wings a little bit. Um, so, it, again, it's hard for me. I shouldn't have written down 50 fucking movies from because now I've got so many that I feel badly for now. Um, but if I have to cut it down to two more, Jesus. Um, so with my pick number four, I'm still fucking making my choice. That's how yeah, I'm no, we need to go to something. We, we need to go with a much less broad topic next time. A whole, Condensing a whole decade <laughs> into five picks, it's brutal. It is brutal, uh, but I'm going to take another comedy off the board because that seems to be um, a, a kind of trend at the moment. I'm going to take one that is very, very personal to me. It might not be a, a popular pick amongst maybe you guys, but I don't know amongst everyone, but something that's really important to me, something that I think is, again, a fucking perfect comedy. I'm going to take Forgetting Sarah Marshall at, uh, at pick number four. Let's um, go. It's, yeah. Thanks, boys. You happy with that one? Yeah, I, like that. I love that. I do thing. like that one a lot, yes. Yeah, sweet. That's an overwhelming, overwhelming yes. Yeah, it's a, it's, it's a really sweet film, really sincere film. Again, it pushes that hard R to its limits. We get to see Jason Siegel's Dong at least twice, um, <laughs> which which I'm also a fan of. Uh, but yeah, overall, what a fucking great film. Uh, really hits home to me. I shouldn't um, be, does I not get enough respect. Sorry, Blake. Facts. I shouldn't be surprised that you picked this because you literally referenced it earlier. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm just going to fuck myself. Jonah Hill bats the near-perfect game in his supporting role in that film. And uh, again, a film that gets a lot of play in this group uh, in terms of quotes. And uh, those, are the, those are the comedies that stick out, the ones that you can apply to your own life in whatever weird ways. Absolutely. And a comedy which is, comedies don't do this a lot, but forgetting Sarah Marshall, um, obviously he's, uh, Jonah Hill's supporting character is, is, is a joke, right? He's your comic relief in a fucking comedy and his laugh per minutes are outrageous. But he also has that moment after he really tries to give Aldous Snow his, uh, his, his mixtape where Aldous like straight up tells him, I don't want to do that. I don't, I don't respect you for doing this. I'm not going to listen to that. Like basically fuck off. Where there is like, the director holds for a couple of seconds Nick Stoller um, on Jonah Hill and you get some sincerity out of his sadness, um, which just adds a, a depth to his character that not a lot of comedies would strive for or, or attempt um, or, or, or pull off. So, yeah, that's... It's um, so personal the, too. There's so much Siegel in it. Anyway, we could waffle on for this on this movie all day. 100%. Oh, there's a lot of good ones You've left. got another one. ones left and I'm about to draft my number five. I'm going to draft my number five, my last pick. Um, yeah, fuck. There's a lot of good ones left. Uh, this one's probably not going to help me in the ratings, but I've, I've got to take it. I, I'd be beside myself if I didn't take it. And that's another one that's tattooed on me. So I'm going to go ahead and take, um, Jake Gyllenhaal's Donnie Darko at pick number five. I knew it. And I love it. And I'm happy you picked this. I thought about picking it, but I think it's right that it's in your team. Yeah. Thank you, man. Yeah. I, again, something very personal to me, something that's influenced, um, myself, my, my, my personality and my, um, my filmmaking as I've gone on. And I don't mean my personality as in I'm sitting around there singing all around me are familiar faces. But what I mean is um, it's, it's influenced the way I look at things, the way I talk about things, the way I dissect things. It pretty much changed, um, it changed me from admiring film to actually dissecting them and thinking about them. And, and, and again, some people might claim, you know, it's surface level, but I think if you have to, if you have to really strive that hard to prove that it's, it's not that smart or, or it's too dumb for you or something, then I think it's something you've got to work through because it, it does try to push boundaries. It does try to be complicated and all of those things are why I respect it as well. Anyway, that's I my list, one through say, five, but, but we're not done yet. No, no, I, I respect that. <laughs> but so that's, no. that's mine, one through five, but we've got three picks left to round out these lists. Jack, do you want to hit us with your last draft pick? Yes, sir. So there's a lot of favourites on the board still. I could go with one of my favourite movies of all time, but I feel like getting other people's ratings and votes isn't going to help me. So I'm kind of going with the Mount Rushmore of my top three, a comedy in fourth, and then with my fifth pick, I'm going with an animated movie. So I've rounded it down to two, but I think I've made my decision. I'm going to go with 2004's The Incredibles. Fantastic. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's a top three movie. top three best Pixar film of all time. The other two best Pixar films aren't even from the 2000s, so didn't really have much to choose from. It was either Incredibles or Monsters, Inc. But I think Incredibles is a better film overall than Monsters, Inc. So that's kind of why I chose that. I'm with you on that being the group. I, I think it's the greatest Pixar film. So, and yeah, I think Pixar, it was a defining year for that studio. So great way to round out your team. Jeez, I'm, I'm curious what the other one you were choosing between was. We'll Monster find out at the end because there's still two picks up on the board. Yeah. Mm. So I've got but an animated um, film in here as well. Also, more, 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 more cape shit. Not Pixar. Another, <laughs> like another great cape shit movie and maybe no, the best Jacob, Fantastic no Four movie we'll ever get. No, no cape. Damn. You've got me there. Okay. <laughs> Just yeah, shit. Yeah. 
light latex shit. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Latex shit. That's a good latex shit film. All right, all right, Blake. What do you got for us? This could no, this could be anything. I, I thought it was uh, I thought it was interesting that uh, Jack said that no other good Pixar movies came out in the two thousands because uh, he clearly didn't notice that Ratatouille was there, which is my fifth pick. Oh, nice. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's a fucking pick. Um, the second best Pixar movie, in my opinion. House. So well done. An absolute banger. Big hot take um, here, boys. Ratatouille isn't good. Oh, here we go. All right, we've got... Ratatouille's to... not good, you reckon? Nope. The controversy. What do you have to say for yourself? You have 10 seconds. Uh, it's been good doing this podcast. I'll be back for episode two. Um... <laughs> Only because you have to go to bed and we're recording back to back. We'd love to have you back, Jack. Yeah, no, that's all right, mate. But for Thank saying you. that, hit the road, Jack, and don't you come back. <laughs> I can say I can say confidently to Jack, Jack, controversy is engagement. Okay. So we encourage you. We will have you back. I'm a, big, I'm a big fan of you. But I'm a, I'm I'm a big fan of that pick though. What a oh, beautiful man. film. Yeah, I think one of the all-time moments in any animated film to me and probably to a lot of people is that uh the chef are trying the ratatouille in the last act and flashing back to his childhood. It's so poignant. Really beautiful, and um, yeah, that's that's something I think about a lot. All right, uh, it's down to me for the final pick, and we're all picking animated movies. And uh, I, I was actually thinking of doing the same thing before you guys even rolled out these picks, so I can't not do it now. Um, you know, I've got my comedy, I've got my pulpy drama, historical thing, I've got my sci-fi drama, I've got my sad western. Let's go animated. Let's go spirited yeah, away. Yes. You guys knew. You guys oh, knew. Yeah. You guys knew what was. You guys knew what was coming. Um, yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. Because you know it was a great decade for animation because 3D technology was really starting to um, hit its straps in that era. Um, but we're not talking 3D here. We're talking Studio Ghibli hand drawn animation, and I think it is the best thing they've ever done. It's a film that I watched like every week when I was like six years old. It really helped to unlock my imagination and now i come back to it when i'm older with a whole new appreciation for it and um experiencing like you know the things it has to say about the adults in the story not just the lost kid and uh just it is unbridled imagination it is alice in wonderland for adults and it is my favorite animated film of all time yeah it's a great film there's your uh there's your quota for foreign films as well Hey, there we go. And uh, look, I was going to say we, we had the Ratatouille controversy. I know Blake is uh, not a big fan of this film. And he even said to me before we did the draft, uh, something to the effect <laughs> of, um, is Spirited Away going to be in there? Because I thought we were drafting good films. And uh, I just want to say that um, I think <laughs> I love you, man. But I just, there's something not, not right in your head, I think. That's another good 2000s comedy. Honestly, fair. Honestly, fair. <laughs> Um. Yeah. No, we. Uh, you know, you wanted to to want to keep these at a certain length, so I'm not going to talk too much about Spirited Away. Um. <laughs> so let's uh, let's segment this off. So we've got two things to talk about. One, we've got our list to talk about. We can debate who's got the best list, and then we've got uh, omissions where we can quickly go over some of the films we did want. What do we want to do first? All right, let's let's just go through each of our lists and uh, see what we have to say about it. So for Jaron, who had the first pick. What did you pick? What do you have? So my list, I've gone uh, Zodiac. I've gone Old Boy, Pan's Labyrinth, Forgetting Sarah Marshall, and Donnie Darko. 
I think it represents um, you to a T as well as like the world's biggest David Fincher fan and the world's biggest Jack Gyllenhaal fan. Yeah, yeah, he he definitely bookend my list, which isn't something I planned for, but uh, I, I guess that just says something about my psyche. I, I wanted him to be, I wanted him to be there for me. I wanted him to sandwich me, and that's what, what he's done. Um, and then in the middle of that, I've got again, I've got my my, my gruesome, gross, bloody R-rated, um, you know. Uh, foreign films and my and my, and my gruesome gross r-rated uh sexualized comedies and a lot of that again is, is just my personality wrapped up and yeah I'm a, I'm a big fan of this list i'm proud of this list oh, oh boy's the one i wouldn't have expected from you but uh because i didn't know you were such a big fan of it but um it's great to see in there oh yeah old boys old boys fucking incredible all right now uh, let's let's move Jack. on to blake blake oh, blake all right i'm over i'm overruled <laughs> we'll cut one of those audio he's going games. draft order <laughs> <laughs> Blake, draft order. Let's go. Run us through what you had, Blake. Um, no, let's sorry. go draft order. Let's, <laughs> no, right. fuck yeah, let's fuck yeah, he, he talks shit about Spirit Away. Jack, what do you have? <laughs> right, boys. I've got The Departed, The Dark Knight, No Country for Old Men, Superbad, and The Incredibles. To be honest, I think my top three's on Mount Rushmore. Maybe with Inglorious Bastards. Good pick you got there, Jacob. Um, me personally. My probably three out of my five picks, I personally are my favorite films, but I've gone for the trying to get the win here for general consensus votes. Um, but um, but yeah, I just I just think I'm going to win. To be completely honest with you, I mean honestly, a, it's a pretty honest. solid pick, and if we're going it's, for the popular vote, but again, they're popular for a reason, and um, you've got probably three films on that list that I would rank among my top fifty favorite movies of all time as well. Uh, so yeah, I think you've nailed it. Fiction winners on there as well. Mm. And I do know you, Jack. You are a man of the people. Exactly. And if, if I'm not, friend. if I'm not mistaken, I think Jack is the only one who even has one Best Picture winner. We have two. Uh, Children of Men didn't win Best Picture. No, unfortunately. Yeah, right. I think yeah, that might well, have even been the same year as Departed. Jack's got the trophies on his side. That's 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 for sure. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm a fan of that list. Again, you've you've covered all quadrants. You've got your superhero films. Can I just say we're above saying cave shit? All right, we know we we like all quadrants. We are saying it ironically. We all like superhero superheroes. Films. Are, superheroes are one of those quadrants. We're not we're not going to make a whole a whole series about it, a whole podcast about it. Um, but let's let's, <laughs> no. let's be honest. We're we're a fan of this. We're a fan of this. We genre, would never do right? that. Come on, boys. Definitely not we are, next we week. <laughs> we're not gonna do that all right uh, but no I'm a, I'm a massive fan of this list i don't think it's gonna beat mine but well done jack all right thank you sir all right um <laughs> I'll, I'll i'll run through mine and then we'll close it out with blake uh my picks were hot uh, we're going draft order motherfucker oh we are uh, yeah. no oh, i was just I'm, I'm trying to cut squeeze blake out of the show you know all right blake what are you uh, got yeah. for us let's recap those picks <laughs> honestly best decision you could have made but um <laughs> No, my, my pick was, uh, I went in move for love to start with, uh, American Psycho, uh, Step Brothers, Spider-Man 2 and Ratatouille. Um, I think that they both, it's a good crop of, uh, it's a good mixture of films. Um, I, it's, they're all, I, I think they're all really good. Like, I don't think I've rated any of these lower than a nine out of 10. So they're, they're also personal favorites for me. Um, and I think that they're also like, popular enough that I think they will they will garner votes from the general public. So I think I did 
the best that I could with the stuff that I had. But there are, there are so many films in here that I'm like, I could have put so many more of these in here as well. And it, yeah, it, it's very, there is it's a very res- you. There is a resounding uh, lack of confidence here if we can compare it to <laughs> Yeah, to when you're voting, keep choice. that in mind, please. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, I do like how it seems you went um, underground and then as your picks went on, you went more and more and more broad. Um, but as you were doing that, you didn't lose that. You didn't lose uh, the prestige for any of these films. You know what I mean? Um, that's a fucking great list. Well, I could have put the prestige on because that did come out in the 2000s. Yeah, well, that's that's it. Shut the fuck up and let's move to Jacob. <laughs> All right. I went with Hot Fuzz, Inglorious Bastards, Children of Men, The Assassination of Jesse James by the Coward Robert Ford, and Spirited Away. So I've definitely got the most syllables in my list. So in terms of pure manpower, <laughs> um, I think I've got a leg up there on the court. Um, and I think it's a great representation of my taste. Uh, I, I've got my one and two favorite films of all time in there. And I've got two other films that would rank really highly for me and would also rank really highly for everyone else. And then we've all represented a movie that's special to us in the genre of animation, except for Jaron, because I guess, you know, he doesn't respect the fact that animation uh, isn't a genre, it's a medium. Uh, but, uh... <laughs> I'm pretty sure you just said genre of animation. <laughs> I don't, I don't recall that. Uh, yeah, well, it's on the record now, motherfucker. If I can, if I can quickly, um, a couple of things. I, I want to say also, I do think this is a great representation of you because I've heard you talk about each of these films independent to me, independently to me, a hundred fucking times, and I'm, I'm about sick of them at this point. Now, it's a, it is fucking great. Um, I, lo- I look at all these things. If I, if I saw these films in the in the fucking video easy, I, I'd think of you first. So it's a, it is a great list for you. And um, if I had picked six, I probably would have taken Australia's Marion Max um, as my animated pick. That was, uh, oh, that was close a, to me. That was in my top 20 film. also. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I'm happy with everyone's, everyone's choice here. If we had to all go through and pick one list, that's our favourite list, that's not our own, uh, we'll go through and see what we got. So if I have to go first, my favourite list out of the other three, uh, personally, I, I'd, probably, I'd probably go Jacob as my favourite list. All right. Um, if I have to pick a favorite list here, I'm between Jack and Jaron because those films there, they are all slam dunks in my eyes. And I think by a hair, I'm going to be taking Jaron's list, uh, because he stole Pan's Labyrinth from me. And, uh, yeah, but those are all like that. Donnie Darko, Zodiac, all perfect films. Seeing Sarah Marshall is one of my favorite comedies. So yeah, by a hair Jaron's list, but I think Jack absolutely nailed it too. Blake, who, up one who, who are you taking if you can take one um, list? To bring, to bring this podcast out on a bit of controversy, um, I'm going to go with Jaren's list because I can't abide the fact that Jack put No Country and Jacob put Spirited Away. Yeah, I knew I lost the Blake <laughs> vote as soon as I picked that, but that's fine with me. I'm happy with that. I'm happy with that. I'm happy with that. Um, so that, that's, that's two for Jaren, one for Jacob, um, and we're waiting on Jack and Blake. So, Jack, do you want to give us your vote? Who's your favourite list out of these four that's not your friend? Yeah, just make it a clean sweep. I'm going with Jaren's list too. Respect. If I couldn't pick my own. So, Thank you, fellas. Thank you, for the fellas. first episode of the film, Jaren is uh, the panel's champion, and now we pass it on to you. Uh, Jaren, do, you do you have any quick words to say about uh, being the king right now? Um, look, uh, the... the there's um when, whenever whenever one whenever you point a finger, there's four pointing back at you. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sit on this throne and be a benevolent king. I'm gonna sit up here and be humble. Um, I'm gonna appreciate the limelight while I've got it because it probably won't last 
to the next podcast. But uh, while I'm here, I, I'm, I'm grateful for all you boys' votes. Uh, you all have great lists. I'd like to thank my mum for raising me, um, my wife for also raising me. Um, and no, nah, it's, 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 this has been fucking great boys. I really appreciate you coming on for the pilot episode. You knew it could have been shaky, but you knew it would have been some fun. Um, and you two boys, um, Jack and Blake, you've, uh, been two good friends, um, for us. We've, we've probably, we've met interpersonal and, uh, intrapersonal. Uh, we've probably been mates for what would say eight, nine years now in, in our group chat. It, yeah. and, we talk, and I'm talking daily, every single day. That's not even a hyperbole. Multiple times a day we talk on that motherfucker. And you guys have shaped how I see films as well. So I've got to thank you um, for... for He's given a whole ass Oscar speech. It's episode one. Yeah. Guys, I'm, I'm, I don't know when I'm going to be back here, motherfucker, all right? You're the, just oh, in the winning chair. All right, we'll see, we'll see. I'm, I'm kind of segueing this into the goodbye, so you can shut your lips because <laughs> I'm kind of doing your job. Um, no, we're co-hosts, we're co-hosts. Um, no, but that's a fucking, yeah, it's a fucking great pilot, boys. Thank you. Thank you so much for jumping on board with us. Um, Blake, and, Blake and Jack, do you have anything you want to plug for us? Um, go on, Blake. I was going to say, uh, just... Suss my letterbox, I guess. I need more likes. I need more than five likes on my reviews, please. Need to get to those double digits. We'll, we'll throw that link uh, in the episode <laughs> description. Um, yep, follow Blake on Letterbox. Jack, uh, where can the people find you? Any other final words? Um, follow my letterbox, boys. Some mad reviews on there, like big essays, you know. Um, heaps of good lists. Um, you can also see me down at the local electrical store, um, putting putting lights in and putting uh, cables in. Being a sparky, you know. Probably your finest work. It I think Jack has work. the. I, I, if I can vouch for Whitney Clark, Jack, I think Jack has the highest um, ratio for least effort to most likes on a letterbox. He's the king of the one-liner. He is. <laughs> I'm a big fan. If of you him. love I, users I like Cast and Runquist, throw a Jack a follow. Yeah, big fan. I don't, I don't mean to offend you with that. You're much better than than that. But um, <laughs> uh, Jaron, where can the people find you? Anything you want to shout out right now? Oh yeah, you can find me at um just Nadia Productions. If you listen to this, you're probably you're probably seeing that. And um, it, we're not here for me, but um, we are jumping into uh, a production on our feature film. Uh, we've wrapped one quarter of it already in the can. We're moving on to the next quarter um, in about four weeks. Blake is actually uh, coming over to help work on it. Uh, Jacob's flaked because he's going to some uh, film festival no one's heard of. But uh, besides that, yeah, that, that's that's what I'm doing. What about yourself, Jacob? Yep, you can find me on Instagram at Jacob Watches Films. You'll find the links to pretty much everything I'm doing there. I sometimes post videos and I watch a lot of movies and talk about them online. Uh, I do a monthly podcast called Director's Showcase. You can find that at the League of Cinephiles channel. That link will also be on my Instagram. Tonight we're recording an episode about Edgar Wright, who uh, as you can tell, is uh, I'm a big fan of. So that, that'll be up by the time this is out. Uh, as for this show, you can find us at the film draft on Instagram. So follow us there and you'll get opportunities to vote uh, for who you think had the best team from each episode. So uh, thanks for listening to episode one. If you enjoyed this, uh, like, subscribe to us on Spotify and wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, follow us, follow the Instagram page, communicate, share it with your friends. Uh, uh, hopefully we can get this thing off the ground. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, have a great day. I'm going to make them an offer again. Frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. Oh, what a day. What a lovely day. Wait, we ran the station a few times. Assemble. No! With the first pick in the draft.